morning, ladies. How are you today? I hope that today is off to an amazing start for you. If you are joining us live, hello. You will have that red live at the top of your screen. It'll show live for you. Drop a comment, say hello. I'd love to connect with you. If you're listening to the podcast or a replay, thank you so much for tuning in. I am so glad to have you here. I'm a little nasally. I don't know what allergies I have in the middle of June, but I've got something and it's okay. We're going to be all right. Today we're talking about your expectations and the expectation, not only around your faith, but in your health, in your kids and all things being a mom. So we're going to dive into that in a minute i have a very selfish prayer request for a very 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 dear friend of mine so if you wouldn't mind praying over that situation that i talk about with me i would highly appreciate it if there's anything that you need prayers for unspoken or spoken requests please feel free to reach out to me let me know drop an emoji in the comments and we will go from there first off Father God, I thank you for another beautiful day to get together um, and speak about your truth that you've spoken over these women, Lord, whether it is rainy or stormy, sunny, snowy, wherever they are, Lord, no matter what the outside looks like, Father, we thank you for the works that you're doing on the inside of our hearts, in our souls in our mind. Father, if anyone has started the day anxiously or stressed, Father, I just ask that you reach down and touch them. Father, calm their spirits. Remind them that fear will not win, Lord. Fear is not what we are supposed to live in. Father, it is hope and truth and trust in you that you are going to get us through the most difficult times. Father, help us to lean further into you regardless of our outside circumstances and bring us closer to you. That is my drive, my wish, my desire for every single woman that I come in contact with. Father, thank you for this amazing group of God-fearing women and help us to grow, support, and encourage each other. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So I hope you are off to a great start. Again, we're here to talk about our expectations. Um, I have a quiet house today. The kids are at camp. I feel like recording a million podcasts today. <laughs> and I lead that in because a lot of you, it's Monday, are starting off day one today, right? You're like, all right, I'm going to get back in shape. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Ready to go. I'm going to bang it all out before noon today. I should see results at one, right? We get so pumped up in the beginning that our expectation is this is going to be easy. This is going to be worth it. This is going to be great. But come noontime today, maybe one o'clock, maybe two o'clock for some of you strong warrior women, we're already exhausted. We're like in a completely different mindset than we were at seven o'clock this morning. Up, gym clothes on, ready to go, kids out of the gate. 
like me. I'm like, kids are gone. I'm going to record all the podcasts. Well, or I'm going to record all the working training videos for my clients. You know, today in this three hours, I'm going to bang it out. That expectation is unrealistic for productivity. That expectation is unrealistic for progress. If I am burning myself out by going all in so hard, no rest, no breaks during this three hours, what good am I going to be to my kids for the rest of the day? Forget my kids, (laughs) not really, but what good am I going to be to myself, to my spouse? to God for the rest of the day. If I'm just all in, this is what it's going to be. This is what's going to happen. And then by one o'clock, I'm no good to anybody. Never mind myself. I'm too worn out to make a healthy dinner. I'm too worn out to even listen to the kids coming to me with their day that they were excited about. And I'm just going, oh, I've got a migraine. I've worked too hard, I've got a headache, I'm tired, I'm exhausted. That's the wrong expectation to set. So if that is you, if you're like me today, if the kids are off at camp and you're like, yes, new day, things are quiet, I can do a million things today. I don't want you to start with a million things. And the women that are in my methodized uh, mom program know that. A lot of times, the first few weeks, they go, I don't understand (laughs) what's happening. Because if we jump in and I give you everything for the 12 weeks from three months in one week, you're going to go, no, this is not doable. It's not possible. If I were to record 32 different podcasts today, it's not possible possible that expectation is right isn't right it it's skewed so what is your expectation on your faith what is your expectation on your health what is your expectation for your growth with God in that relationship maybe you're starting out on your faith journey today going all right it's Monday it's a new day and I am going to spend an hour with God today I just want you to think, is that something that you can do consistently each day? Or do you need to assess that in a different manner? Is your expectation too high? I want you to shoot for the stars, right? But there's still steps to get there, like going to the moon, right? It wasn't like, oh, we'll never get to the moon. No, we will. We just got to build the ship to get us there first. So I will get there. I just need a mode of transportation. I will get to an hour of praying. It's just I need to start with two minutes first because I'm at zero. I will get to my marathon, but I got to start with putting my shoes on and going for a walk around the block, right? I will get to meal prepping and eating healthy and nutritious for my kids. But I got to start by going to the grocery store and actually buying the things that I'm going to use, not just let them go bad in my fridge. I don't know if I'm speaking to anybody in particular. I'm just speaking to me. But it's good to have those big goals 
what doesn't happen and, and when we get disaligned either in our faith or in our health journey or with our goals in general is when we go, this is my goal, I should be there tomorrow. This is my goal, I should be there in four months. Health and faith are not a journey that has an end point. Faith ends when we go to heaven, right? And we are not in our temporary home here anymore. It's when we're with Jesus. So there isn't an end race. You don't get an award. You don't get a gold medal. You're not ranked higher on God's list if you are spending 15 hours in the word or you're spending five minutes and you're acting outside the word. There's, there's no race to faith. There's also no race to fitness. You're not going to get anywhere any quicker if you go, I'm going to run a marathon. I'm using a marathon. I'm training a few clients running marathons, and that's in my mind. Um, I'm going to run this marathon, and I'm going to start out with 12 miles today. Versus if you go, I'm just going to go buy a new pair of shoes, get myself a good workout outfit, and I'm going to walk a mile today versus going out and saying, I'm going to run 12 miles today because I've got a marathon in September and I need to go. You're just going to hurt yourself, burn yourself out, and you're going to be no good to that marathon and no good to your muscles. And if you're spending all day only in the word, well, then are you really spreading any of Jesus' love or are you just going to end up being exhausted and not really meditating on his word? It only takes one word from God to move and speak to you. It does not have to take 15 hours a day. It does not have to take one hour a day. It is one scripture. And that's typically when um, I find he speaks the most to me, one word will just pop off and I'll go, oh my gosh, this, this is it in my life that he's trying to prune right now. And it's one word and I'll read that scripture over and over and I'll meditate it and I'll remember it. And I got a tattoo of one of them because I was in a mindset a few years ago that even though I committed to Jesus, he didn't really accept me. He couldn't clearly accept my past because it's so broken and so messy. In fact, even my yesterday was messy. How does he really love me? And I kept putting myself down in that way. And my expectation is hopefully I'll get to heaven one day. Hopefully God will love me more tomorrow. When the reality is he will never love me more than he does in this moment right now. It's impossible for me to do anything in my own strength to get God to love me more than he does right now. That's the same for you. That's why I have redeemed on my arm because I'm redeemed of my past mistakes and I'm already redeemed for my future mistakes too because he sees them before they happen. He sees my slip ups before I make them and he chose to love me anyway. Same with you. He loves you already. He sees the end from the beginning. He doesn't need you to perform on a higher level so that you move up in his books, right? He doesn't need that. And your fitness 
doesn't need that either. You shouldn't expect yourself to be Olympic athletes when right now we're just like, I don't remember the last time I um, moved, <laughs> right? I'm going to watch the Olympics. It's my favorite uh, thing to watch. I love it. And as a competitive athlete previously, I, I love that. But my mindset, especially when I struggled a lot, I gained 100 pounds um, with both of my pregnancies. I had very, very difficult pregnancies, very complicated. And my mind was still, at 16-year-old Heather, competitively figure skating. Or at 20-year-old Heather, Division I crew rowing. And like, I can eat what I want, do what I want, and all this stuff. That's not where I'm at now. I can't expect to go hop in a boat and row however many meters, a thousand meters, you know, in two minutes. Unrealistic. I can't expect to hop on ice skates right now and do a triple loop. Uh, that's not going to happen. I haven't trained for that in a while. Heck, just getting on skates would be a feat for me. I'd be like, yes, win. So I want you to think about your expectations. Not only that, I want you to think about your celebrations. Sometimes we overthink the little things or we underthink the little things. We don't give ourselves enough credit for the steps that we are taking to get to the moon and to get to the stars. I cannot just wish myself into a plane to get to, I don't know, let's just say Italy right? I cannot just go, well, I want to be there. I want to be there. I want to be there, but take no steps to get there. I have to have a plan, right? I have to say, okay, I'm going to have my big goal. I'm going to dream about it. And I'm going to write it down. And I'm going to visualize it. And then I'm going to do research on it. How much is it going to cost me? Where do I want to stay? What do I want to travel to? What does the money aspect look like? so that I can have a plan in place to save for this trip. Because I cannot just jump to Italy. I've got to plan it. I'm probably gonna have a guide to tour me around <clears throat> because no matter what, no matter how much studying I do and how much knowledge I have on Italy, I still haven't physically walked those streets. I still haven't physically driven in those cabs, right? To see the lay of the land. I don't have the local insights to say, no, nah, you don't want to do that. You want to do this instead. You don't want to eat there. I know like the tourists think it's great. You want to eat here instead. That's our fitness journey too, right? Just because you've studied things and a lot of you have gotten the uh, weight training guide. That's a ton of information in there. Just because you have the information doesn't mean that you know how it best applies to your life. You don't really know the in and out workings of if this diet works best or this. And I've said it a million times before. I partner with a nutritionist. I have a certification in nutrition. I have my degree in exercise physiology, but it's all science, right? And science is changing. Science is forever changing. So what we think works best now for you may not be what works best for you later. And what works best for your best friend 
might not be what works best for your hormones and your body type and your metabolism. So just jumping on the knowledge bandwagon and going, oh, I need to eat less carbs. That's not necessarily what's best. In fact, science used to push smoking cigarettes, right? And then we learned, oh, that's not good. We need to do something else, right? We're learning through science and we'll never fully understand the makings and the inner workings of our body. Anyone who tells you that they know for a fact that this nutrition plan is best or that this fitness routine is best, unless they are God, they don't know your innermost workings. They don't know your innermost thoughts. They don't know your innermost secrets. They don't know exactly how transfers happen and things happen. They can know the science of it and can guesstimate as to what's best. But we need to really work on, in trial or error, what works best for you. So why would you hop into a fitness routine, a nutrition routine, without a guide? It's like going to Italy and being like, I'm good. (laughs) I'm going to free Lance and I'm not going to spend the money on you. You could have missed out on things that could have saved you time, saved you money, and got you a better experience than if you just tried to do it on your own. That's why I coach. That's why I lead. That's what my program is all about. And sometimes we just overthink or underthink the power of the knowledge of science that we have. It's not set in stone. The only thing for me set in stone is my love and desire to spread the good news of Jesus and his love for me. And even at that, I had to get a tattoo to remind me that I am loved And I don't need any outside voices tearing that down because I allowed that for a long time too. I worked in a gym um, for almost 20 years and I allowed the outside voices of people telling me who I should be and what training should look like and what nutrition should look like and how I should coach to affect me and transform me. And that's when I finally broke free and said, no, it doesn't have to be that way. Us moms don't just need another to-do item. We need things broken down a little different. And especially us women of Christ, we don't need someone else just barging things down our throat, telling us to be thinner, look better, get in this bathing suit, do that. I don't push that agenda. My goal, if your goal is to lose weight, yes, we are going to get you to your goal, but not in any rash way that doesn't honor God through it. You should say, I want to be healthy because I want to honor the body that God gave me, not because I want to be healthy to go to the beach in in two months, and then who cares? I'll be done after that. So I want to dive deep really quickly into this overthinking or underthinking and lead that to our expectations. So often we overthink the small details that really don't matter in the long run to hold us back from reaching our goals. That can be with your faith and that can be with your fitness. And I want you to just think for a minute. I can think back right now. I overthink the small details. 
that don't matter and it holds me back from starting. Oh, is now really the right time? Oh, do, do I really, you know, will my husband get on board with this? Like, what will the kids say? What will my friends say? What will date night look like going forward? And I let all of these outside things influence me so much that I overthink them. Stress is just overthinking these small details that don't matter. That's what leads to my anxiety. And I struggle with it. I'm on medication for it. I work with a therapist for it. It's what is with my depression too. I'm not immune to this. I'm speaking this because this is what helps me get through that. Just because I have a panic attack or a depression spell doesn't mean I'm not still praising God in it. I'm not going, oh, I've been defeated. No, I'm lifting him up even in my darkest, deepest moments. I'm still lifting him up. And I realize I am in that space mentally because I'm overthinking these small little things that don't matter in the long run. I'm meditating on the devil's lies, not on Jesus' truth that he spoke. This is why we need to know scripture in and out because there's a ton of things that come into our brains every single day. There are a ton of thoughts that we have to work through and, and build through and grow through. And if we think that the words coming into our mind are always from God, we're gonna trip up. It's not. God's words are there, but he whispers, remember? And the world is loud and the enemy is louder. And our self-talk to ourself becomes louder than that too. So if we're holding on to the I'm not good enough, I've never been, I never will be, oh, what if, oh, what if, oh, what if, and we meditate on that, we limit our ceiling. We're not going to get to the stars and moon. Imagine if those, um, I don't know, spaceship designers, <laughs> the people at NASA were like, all right, we're going to get to the moon. <clears throat> what if it blows up? What if, and it did, right? And did that stop them though? Like, did that stop them? No, we've still gone back to space. We tried again. Was there a loss? Yes, and it was devastating and it hurt and it broke and lives were lost. But we didn't say, well, I guess this doesn't work, so I'm done. They said, no, we're gonna learn from this and move forward. They used fear and failure to propel them not to limit and cap their their ability so what if they just said that like okay well it blew up obviously it's not meant to be or you know how was it even possible what if it hits something in space uh what if my wife needs me and i can't work what if we have a baby what if this what if that and they focused on the what ifs it would prevent them to getting to the goal. Do you have a what if that's holding you back from your faith goal or your fitness goal right now? I know I do every single day. Every single day I have the world and the enemy speaking to me telling me to stop. Before every call I get on with you ladies I have the enemy telling me who am I? 
who am I <clears throat> to coach? Who am I? Remember your broken background? Remember all that you did? Who are you to, to talk about Jesus and to talk about fitness, right? I have those same insecurities. The fear doesn't go away until you fight through it. The fear isn't going to stop. It just isn't. There's no, if you're, what if is a fear-based what if, that's never going to go away until you face it and realize that the God and spirit living in you is stronger than that fear and he can work through you to overcome that. And once you overcome that fear, you can help others and bring them along to overcome it too. That's where my mind goes to. When I'm being told I'm not enough, I'm not good enough, I'm not really loved, I already dealt with that fear and I have to remind the devil that. And I have to remind myself because there's sometimes the devil's doing nothing. <clears throat> he has already planted the seed and I've allowed it to grow into this root of me not being enough. He's already done the work. And now I'm here, <clears throat> sorry, saying, yeah, that's right. And I'm growing fruit on a weed that's tearing me down. It's like those uh, vines that grow up the trees and they just kind of overtake. I don't know what they're called, but if you know what I'm talking about, you know, they like go up the trees, they're thin and they just overtake. They overtake everything. Or um, there's some plants that you plant and if you do and you have other plants around, it, it's gonna kill those plants because it just overtakes and crabgrass is like that too. It just, it overtakes and it kills all the good grass. I'm allowing that thought to crabgrass the rest of my brain and say, no, nope, no, nope, I'm not good enough. You're right. I have to remember I already overcame. I have to remember I'm already an overcomer because Jesus is in me. And I'm going to stand up and fight for my what ifs. And I'm going to fight through my fear, knowing that God is with me in that battlefield. So if you're fearful of your fitness, if you're fearful of starting that health journey, if you're fearful of your goals that you know God has put on your heart, I do um, and am now finally able to get back into prison ministry, that's fearful for me. That's scary for me. Talking to people is scary to me. I know it may not seem that way, but I just keep overcoming that fear by showing up and doing it again and doing it again and doing it again to say, devil, your fear has nothing on me because I've overcome it and I'm going to continue to overcome it. Do I wish God would take that fear from me permanently? Yes. Do I wish he would take that anxiety from me? Yes. But until in my mind, I decide it's done or it's over with it, it won't be. And I struggle with that. And, and I might have to be on medicine for a while for that. And you might too, and that's fine. But deep down, no. If you feel that fear, you're usually moving in the right direction. Now, this isn't fear of you standing on a bridge, right? Or like doing something crazy at the amusement park. Like, okay, that fear could be legit. <laughs> you know, like 
If I fall, I will die. If you start a fitness routine, you might fail. If you start on your journey with faith and you are doing an hour a day starting right off the bat, it might not be perfect every time, but that's okay. Don't stop at the failure. Use it for a setup to get somewhere else. The whole purpose of my Methodized Mom program is overthinking and underthinking and flipping how we do that. It's a big, deep dive into your habits because you can say you want to change, right? I speak to many, 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 many people every day. You can come to me and say, I'm ready to change, but I don't want to do anything different. So you now are expecting me to say, okay, we just have to do this and then you'll be good. Just as Jesus accepts me and loves me for who I am, I'm still called to grow through him. I'm still called to spread the good news. So I can be fully loved and accepted by God and sit here all day quietly and meditate in his word all day and he's gonna love me. Give me one second. My dog needed to go up. Or I can fight my fear and my social anxiety and say, I'm going to step out and I'm going to invite someone to church. I'm going to step out and tell someone how Jesus changed my life. Because you can't argue with my life change. They might argue that they don't believe and that it's silly. They, same thing with my health. They might say it's silly that I eat carbs and I, I still enjoy things in moderation and I have figured out a plan that helps me to not cook a million different meals and work out for hours each day. They might think it's silly, but I'm proof that it works. You can't argue with the proof that it works. You can't argue with the life change that Jesus had in my heart to take me from where I was so broken and so sinful to where I am now. And am I perfect? No, I am growing. I sinned twice this morning, driving my kids to uh, camp. So by no means am I perfect, but I'm progressing through it. And if I were to look at a book of my life, like God gets to do, God, that it must be so amazing for him to look at where you were to where you are now, he's smiling proud of you. I know it. I'm smiling proud of you because you're better than you were when you started. I don't care if it looks like four steps forward and two back and four forward and eight back and four forward. The same thing with the space shuttle. They went way forward before the ship exploded, right? Like way forward. Let's say they went a hundred steps forward because they're there. They're like, we're here, we're so close, we're gonna get there. And then something happened and it was devastating. And instead of a hundred steps forward, they were well back beyond square one because square one didn't work. Clearly there was something broken that was overlooked. So they were like negative 10 or negative 50. We have to restart this whole thing, it didn't work. There are going to be times that life explodes in your face. And if you're expecting it to be beautiful and perfect all the time, you're living on the wrong promise. 
because God never promised that. He never promised an easy, clean life here on earth once we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. In fact, he calls us to go into the mess. He doesn't call us just to speak with other believers, but to spread the news to the sinners too. That's what we're called to do. So I just want you to think about your expectations. Are you okay with things blowing up and, and rattling you down and being like, all right, this brought me down here because I need to fix some critical baseline foundational level things. Clearly it wasn't working how I was moving. Or are you in the mindset of, oh, it blew up. Clearly this isn't for me. I'm going to not do that anymore. What mindset are you in? If you are in the mindset that maybe you've been beaten down a few times and maybe the ships exploded and maybe, you know, there's something else going on. I see comments here um, and I didn't see them on <laughs> on Facebook. So hello to everybody. I'm sorry I missed you. Um, if that's the case and you're saying I'm ready to rebuild, but with a tour guide, with someone in Italy that knows what the heck they're doing, with someone in health and fitness that knows what the heck they're doing. So I'm not just reading billions and billions of articles about what I should and shouldn't do. If you want to really get deep into what you should be doing, let's chat. I want you to just put an emoji, a hand raise, say, me, I'm ready in the comments and we will connect. And I'll make sure that you're ready to go. And that your expectations line up to your goals in a way that makes sense. So that you don't say, I'm gonna go to Italy and then go broke getting there and have a bunch of credit card debt. Or I'm gonna run a marathon and not tear your, tear your ACL or your Achilles in the meantime, trying to get there because you wanna do it rabbit fast instead of strategically and methodized in a way that makes sense for you. Hopefully this was encouraging to you. If you are ready to take those steps, just comment, I'm ready. I will reach out to you. The kids are in camp today, so I'm running back and forth a lot, but I promise you I will send you out a message to set up some time to talk a little bit about your goals and if they line up with what I help women with. If it does, we'll dive deeper into that. Um, and again, if you need prayer, please comment in the group and let me know because we are all here to support, love, and guide you through that as well. Ladies, you are amazing. I hope you have an excellent rest of your day, no matter when you are watching and listening. And I will talk to you guys again soon. Mwah. Have a great day. Bye, everybody.